0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. How the fuck's it going? Are we good? I I mean, are we hanging in? Should I'm gonna adjust this mic? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so, fuck. Um, first off, sorry for being a day late. Um, it was my weekend off and... In true fashion, I didn't actually get the weekend off because we had a call in for Sunday, um, the evening shift. And I would usually record Sunday late afternoon uh, into the evening. It's just because that's normally my only day off. But this weekend, I, um, I got everything wrote out, what I wanted to do. And then I got a call around um, 11 in the morning that someone was sick and absolutely no one would cover except for my um, assistant manager who always covers but she was already working that day and I did not want her to have to work a double, so I ended up stuck working, which really sucks but what are you gonna do? I mean that is my job, I guess, so yeah so that sucked, yay, but um yeah, but we're here now so we shall do, um No, this, I'm just, ugh. Y'all, so the crazy shit just keeps going on. Like, I, I don't even know. I, I, I really have no words at this point. I'm, I've just accepted this as my new normal. That fucked up weird shit's gonna keep happening. So, when I have a day off, my assistant manager is an amazing badass woman. And she makes a point to let the rest of the crew know. Do not call me unless there's an emergency. Like, the building better be on fire if you're going to call me. Because she's very sweet and wants me to just have one day off with no phone calls, no texts, no 80 million questions. And I appreciate that so much. So, um, (laughs) when I get there Sunday, I find out that one of my, um workers who's been there the longest for me. Uh, called a shoplifter. Great job, which I'm really proud of her because normally she's very shy with these things and um, doesn't go... She's always second-guessing herself about things and I was so proud of her for having the courage to stop him, question him, and actually just catch it and just know what's going on. So I'm super proud of her. She did an amazing job. I just can't express enough how proud of her i am but what happened was she got the guy going out the door and he had uh, the alarm went off so it was and normally when the alarm goes off it's for one of two reasons well one of three reasons uh, number one we didn't deactivate the item with the little sticker on it at the uh, register we or they went to self-checkout and it didn't notify them that we needed to deactivate the sticker on it or number three they're stealing shit those are literally the only three things. And I will tell you, in a lot of places, um, even if you are stealing an item and you p- peel that sticker off, a lot of times the items that have those stickers on them have an inside one that you don't even know about, or just a bit of that sticker still being on there, just that little bit, even a tiny microscopic strip of that metal piece that's in that, will set it off. So, it's just not worth it. Anyway, so I set it off, and she was like, Hey, you know, um... I just need to deactivate it and blah, blah, blah. So, let me start at the beginning real quick so you guys can understand what happened. So, this guy... From the point of her stopping him, she had only experienced... that The only part she knew of him being in the store was this exact moment of the alarm going off and him standing there. So, this gentleman and his uh, friend come in the store and they are carrying a bag. Now... I don't know how many of you have been to a Dollar General, but you probably know that our bags are yellow. And they are a very distinct Dollar General yellow. Well, this gentleman and his friend walked in carrying a Payless bag. It was a brown, or Marsh, I'm not really sure. I think it was Payless, but it's like the brown plastic bag. And inside of it was a motorcycle helmet. Okay. So, it looks like they're carrying a bag full of items, whatever. So... This guy goes in, and once we go back and watch the cameras, he went in and took his bag, his friend took the motorcycle helmet out of it, and left, or went to the side to wait for him. And the gentleman just started filling the grocery bag full of items. Uh, Frozen foods, pizza, um, burritos, uh, I think phone chargers were in there, some other things, and some Tide Pods. So, at this point, he's already been all over the store. The toy aisle, the medicine aisle, laundry aisle, food, all that. And a six-pack bottle of soda, which I'm not really sure. I think his friend got out the door with that. So, he sets the alarm off, and she, you know, stops him and everything. And he's like, oh, I went through self-checkout, and I paid for all of it. And she's like, well, can I see your receipt? Because it's a little odd that it's in the wrong bag, first off people do bring in reusable bags but they're not like reusable from another grocery store bag so she's like oh I need your receipt he's like oh I went through self checkout and so they're looking he's like oh I threw it away so they're they're looking he's helping her look in the trash for a receipt that he knows does not exist because this motherfucker didn't even go up towards the register he avoided the register aisle area completely and went all the way around to the entrance and just went to go out the door and the alarms had went off So that right there makes me wonder how many times this guy has done this before and that we've just not caught it. So anyway, he um, literally goes over and tries to help her look for a receipt that does not fucking exist and he knows it doesn't. So my girl is smart. She calls for backup. She calls for a manager on duty to come up there because she's not really sure what to do at this point. She knows something shady, but she's really just not aware of, you know, what do we do next, next step. So, and in that instance, you always want to have a second set of um, eyes on the case, you want to have another person there, just in case the um, customer does become irate, or irrational, or just an asshole, because that happens quite often, so she did the right thing, the manager comes up, and um, she looks through, checks the, uh, the self-checkout, because we can really quickly pull up the last transactions, like for the, for the whole fucking day, week, month. But at the moment, you can literally pull up the last couple. So if he had just went through self-checkout, his would be literally the last transaction there, and it's not. His receipt's not there because he didn't go. So anyway, she's like, "Well, um, sir, I'm going to have to go back and check the cameras because I don't know. You know, I need to make sure that this is all taken care of. This just—it smells funny." So at the moment, she tells him she has to go watch the cameras. He panics. Must not realize we had fucking cameras. And he says, okay, um, I got to go out and let my wife know that it's going to be a minute. And then gets out the door and speeds off really fucking quickly. So, I find out about this last night when I get into work. And I'm like, okay. So, I've been really cracking down on shoplifting, I told you guys. Because um, it, it was really bad at that store when I took over. And I have worked my ass off to clean that part of it up. And I've done really good. We've, we've really got a really good team going now really good system, and this theft has dropped, and it's been nice, but I wonder how many times this guy has done this shit, so I want to ban him from my store, but I don't even know the guy's name, granted, we live in a tiny town, a tiny community, so literally when things like this happen, it takes you about 10 minutes to find out who anybody is, and that's what happened, when I got home, I had um, grabbed a couple snapshots from his from him on the security camera, I had posted online asking if anyone knew the gentleman's name. With absolutely no in, you know, incitation of, um, any, of any wrongdoing, I just said, um, does anyone know this gentleman's name? Which we do a lot when we are trying to get a hold of someone who left a bag or a card or um, had any kind of issue. You know, anything like that. With a small town, we do this stuff all the time. So, I posted that last night about 1040 and by ten fifty, I already had two two messages with a name and where he lives and everything else so I'm like all right cool I'm going to bed I'll deal with it tomorrow because I had to be up and be in there at like five in the morning I'm a little tired having to work super late and open super early so um he uh um gets aware of this situation and the message and the fact that I'm looking for him sends me a message at 11.59 p.m. on Facebook. I'm in bed. I've taken enough z to knock out a whole fucking herd of horses because I um, have trouble sleeping with anxiety and z helps. So I'm, I'm zonked. I'm out. Plus it's fucking midnight and I have to be at work 5 a.m so I'm asleep I don't answer a message because I'm fucking asleep this dude fucking calls my phone through Facebook messenger at midnight 01 literally 1201 AM calls my phone I again don't answer because I'm asleep dude messages me again I don't see these messages till 345 in the morning when I wake up because I have to be at work early so whatever And the two messages that he sent literally told me four different stories in the two messages. Uh, One, it wasn't him. Two, it wasn't his fault. Three, uh, he forgot his wallet in his car. Four, him and his wife were arguing. And I'm pretty sure there was another one in there too somewhere. Oh, yeah, no, he was confused. Yeah. So I see the messages, but I'm not responding because I'm a decent human being. It's 3.45 in the fucking morning. I'd only been asleep like, three hours at that point. Like, three and a half, almost four hours. So, um, I get to work, and I, uh, went back to talk to my um, assistant manager and show her the messages and everything. And at this point, he had sent, like, four more messages. He sent another one at, like, 410, 4, or I'm sorry, 510, 520, 530, and, like, 545. Again, I'm not answering them because I'm not an asshole, and I'd like to wait till the store is open before I send any messaging. So, I simply responded with, um, good morning, please contact me at the store, by phone, blah, 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 phone number. So, he calls and tells me that, uh, or he called literally, like, it's been 10 seconds since I sent the message, and the phone is ringing. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm the guy in the camera. I really didn't mean to, uh, it was an accident. Please don't press charges. Please don't press charges. Please don't press charges. That's the same thing that went through every message he would sent previously. So I told him, look, um, you didn't get anything. I need you to just, you're going to be banned from the store permanently. Like you cannot come in dollar General stores at all. Okay. Let me come in and pay for it though. Just let me come in and pay. Sir, no, you're going to be banned from the store. But I I just want to come in and pay for it again. No. Like, you're not coming in, you're not paying for anything, we're done. You need to understand this is over, you're banned from the store. Okay, I just want to come in and pay. I said, did you walk out with any product that I don't know about? No? Okay, then there's nothing to pay for. You're banned from the store. Have a great day. Goodbye. Click, and I'm done. I found out later the man is on house arrest and he was out on his free time doing that and he is like one infraction away of going like back to prison or some shit so (coughs) i could have reported him for and press charges for attempted theft since we did technically stop him he was he made it to the exit so he was shoplifting he just didn't get away with it so technically we we did um i could press charges but i'm not going to because I'm not remembering someone's life over that. And I'm pretty sure that's to get the fuck out of them. The idea of going to jail over, um, you know, some Tide Pods and a couple burritos. So, yeah. So, that's how my week has been. Um, I hope you guys, this has been much better. Um, I've cut the fuck out of my hands at work. They are so sore. I don't know what I've done. Besides, literally chopped them up with things. But, you know. So, I had, um, wanted to do... Alright, well, pretend that didn't happen. So, I've had a lot of different um, ideas that I wanted to do for uh, these episodes. They've just kind of been going back and forth of where I wanted to be and what I wanted to do and what I had going on. And I got to looking at the calendar. And, of course, spring is literally around the corner. Pastara is literally right there. Guys, we are so fucking close and I usually do the same damn episode every year when it comes to the Sabbaths. But I thought, you know what? This year, I'm going to take a little bit different approach to a star. i want to give time, people time to get ready. Because normally I do it, like, right at the um, the Sabbath. Uh, like, no advancement at all. So, this time we're about a week in advance. You have about a week to prepare. Uh, actually, a little more than a week, depending on when you hear this. If you listen to it in the first couple days of release. Um... You still have uh, quite a bit of time. But this one is one that people look over a lot. Overlook a lot, I'm sorry. And it's really bothersome to me because it is such a a beautiful... How do I even say it? A beautiful representation of, of rebirth and renewal and just hopefulness and for me it just really I don't know it just really brings out happiness for me. I hate winter. It has been so cold and so yucky and it's fucking snowing today and we are like a week and a half away from spring and it's fucking snowing here in Indiana. And I am over it. I'm over the cold. I am over going outside and freezing my ass off to smoke cigarette which I know I need to quit but just to go out and be in nature, which I fucking love to be outside. I love to be in nature. I love to walk barefoot. I cannot wait to walk barefoot out in the warm weather and just stick my toes in the ground. I cannot wait. I'm literally counting the days. But it's so dark and gloomy. And normally I don't mind dark and gloomy if it's warm. But this cold, dark and gloomy shit its just depressing. And then it snows or it rains and it sleets and it's hail and I'm over it I am so over it Ah. so um today I'm like you know what fuck this we're putting ourselves in the shit we're manifesting spring we're going to make a big deal out of a star and we are going to make spring come super fast because I am over this cold shit so yeah Ah. that's what we're talking about today I know I sound like a little weird. I am fucking exhausted, guys. I literally was up so late last night. I worked my ass off last night because literally nothing got done over the weekend. I was trying to enjoy my weekend off and it just didn't work and I had to bust my ass and then turn around and be up super early and do a bunch of stupid shit this morning. So, my body's exhausted. I'm mentally exhausted. So, if I sound a little odd, like, not like my voice sounds like, but, like, just the way I'm speaking sounds odd it's just because I'm fucking tired, so... Yay! But, no, really. So, I, <laughs> I've i been celebrating Sabbaths for quite a long time. And every time one comes up that really has uh, roots, <laughs> deep pagan roots that were stolen by Christians to form their own holidays... And I say this not to anger any of our Christian listeners... Because I do know that we have some Christian witches out here. But I get really upset because there's so many things... That are just... Copies of what we do and what we've done. And our roots that go way fucking deep. And things that are just... Kind of taken and made into theirs. And if we use it, then we're considered to be the thieves and that just irritates my soul so um there's some similarities I wanted to kind of go over between Easter and Ostara and kind of touch base on but I really want to talk about some of the deep parts of it that we don't really um that I don't really talk about when I do these episodes some of the um connections and just some of the things that we really don't think about we just think about spring and that's kind of it so I'm kind of excited to um, to go into this and um, kind of dig in. This one was actually really fun to um, write down notes for because I had to stop. <laughs> Every time I wrote down like a little, like my reminder uh, note on here, and I would think of something else I wanted to tell Trav because I was on just roll of how similar things are and how things are one is perceived as evil and the other is perceived as holy when honestly they're the exact same fucking conceptual structure just held by different people and it just bothers me that if we turn a star upside down we're considered double worshippers. but that star is used for so many other things and it's perfectly fine so i just get really frustrated with all of that part but like I said, I had a lot of fun um, notating all of this and get my shit together throughout the day and time. <clears throat> Excuse me, the days, and taking my time to really um, put stuff together and and prepare myself for my own um, rituals and things I'm going to be doing over the next uh, week and a half to two weeks. And it just really lightened my eyes because I'm so, we're so close. It's so close. We're right there. I can see it, I can smell it, I can taste it, I can feel it, and spring is so close, and then I look outside, and it's snowing, and it's dark and gloomy, and I'm like, what the fuck, so, it has been fun, though, to, um, just, it, it warms your heart, literally thinking about spring, maybe I'm just fucking crazy, maybe I'm just emotional, because I'm menstrual, I don't know, but... Just thinking about spring literally gets me all excited. I I think I told you guys we were um, doing a lot of spring stuff at work and getting all of that stuff out and um, all the decorations and stuff for summer. And it just really gets me all excited for everything I have planned to celebrate Astara myself personally and to kind of share with other people. So um, let's get into it. Uh, Oh, by the way, there's going to be a new, my ad is going to be new in this episode. I I believe it'll be in this first, this will be the first episode. So, Anchor is a platform that I've used from day one for my podcast. And Spotify has bought Anchor, so I will now be doing, um, uh, yeah, my ads will be for Spotify. So, um, I'm kind of excited about that because, you know spotify is a big a big name and i think it's gonna be cool so yep but let's start talking about all the awesomeness that is osara All right, let's dive in y'all so just a little refresher on the spring equinox in case anybody is just choosing this to be their very first episode ever in witchcraft um no no problems you're good we got you covered so ostara is the spring equinox and it's one of the eight sabbats on the wheel of the year it usually falls now here's where i get a little pissy So, everywhere you look has a different fucking date for when it starts. Which blows my mind because there's so many, like, different dates of everything all over the place for anything. There's no concrete dates anywhere in life, honestly. Like, I cannot be the only one who's noticed that now. Like, all the time, things are coming up. They're like, well, it's between this day and this day. Like, we're not 100% sure. And these are things, like, we've celebrated for fucking years. And all of a sudden, they're like, well... It might be this date, actually. This year, it falls on March 20th, 2023. It may fall on that year. On the next, like, eight years, it may fall on the 20th. I don't know. I know that at one point, it was on the 21st. Another point was on the 22nd. This year, it's on the 20th. And I'm done with that part of it. Because... It cannot just be me, the dates are fucking changing all the time, okay, I I cannot be the only one, so, alright, March 20th, marks. oh fuck, we only have a week, I thought we had a week and a half, here I was getting all excited, shitball, so, alright, well, March 20th is the first day of spring, the spring equinox, and it comes from the pagan festival celebration, where they basically were celebrating the equinox, it's named after the goddess of dawn, Ostara. Um, so there are a lot of different ways that her name is pronounced. And very, 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 many variations of it. Um, honestly, I get so frustrated because I have trouble saying normal words. And then when I'm learning words from way back when, I fuck them up even worse. So please just bear with me. Some people really give me a hard time about words. And I have a hard time pronouncing normal words. So, that's what it is. So, March 20th. And on this day, the day, the sunlight and the darkness are equal. And we are getting more and more daylight all the time. And it's the most glorious thing ever. Um, I, I just, it makes me so happy to see that winter is over. Well, almost. We're, we're so close. Like, spring's in the air we're so close, we're right there, it's the it first official day of spring, but, just may not feel like it yet, I mean, I remember one year, it was spring break, like, my spring break in high school, and we had a fucking ginormous snowstorm, and my cousin and her family all went to Florida for spring break, they had the greatest time, they came back, sunburned, and some were tanned, some were burnt, and they came back to a snowstorm, and I'm like, that's what you get, I had some issues with them, but it's fine, yeah, so it's a little frustrating. You get all excited because you have these really warm days and the days that really get you in the mood to to really just dive into the whole season of it and then this bullshit like today with the snow. We're almost there though, guys. Just hold on. Before you know it, we're going to be outside we're going to be just falling in love with Mother Nature all over again and just having all these amazing spiritual moments out there just with mother earth and just enjoying every bit of it so we're so close just just hold on it's just a time of renewal and fertility and life and rebirth it's growing season is here it's time to plant and start anew it's just a, a breath of fresh air I mean honestly it is so beautiful to have everything just kind of coming back to life Everything was dead, and now it's rising again and coming back. Does that sound a little familiar? Because it should. It really should. Some of the signs um, that go with a Star are the hair. Yes, like the Easter Bunny and the rabbit. It represents fertility, rebirth, renewal, the moon. It comes from the myth, um, excuse me, or legend. That the goddess of dawn brought a bird back to life. In the form of a white rabbit. And the right. And this represents renewal and rebirth. Uh, Bunnies also symbolize fertility. Because you know. um, They have lots of babies. Lots of lots of babies. You know how they do that. Um, And hares or rabbits are also associated with the moon. Which I did not realize was such a strong thing. Until a few years back. Um, I've been told that in far Eastern culture... we see Here in... Like where I'm at in the Western Hemisphere... We say we see the man in the moon. And I'm told that people in the Eastern Hemisphere... Or... um, That way... They see the... um, The hair in the moon. Or the bunny in the moon. And I did not know that before. I've never heard of that before. So I actually think that's pretty fucking awesome. I think it's pretty cool. Um, I want to see... Let's see. So, that is uh, one of my goals coming up is to see that. That's really cool. Another sign of Osara are eggs. Eggs represent birth, rebirth, the sun, uh, fertility, abundance. They're used uh, to remove curses. They're used in kitchen witchery, making wishes. Um, a lot of dishes require eggs. So, a lot of kitchen witch work, you know, and and I really feel like spring is a great time for kitchen witches because you're starting to get all kinds of new ingredients in there. You're getting all the openness and the freshness of nature coming in with windows open and it just kind of alivens something in us that just gets us going. Uh, I don't identify completely as a kitchen witch, but I do have that part in me and I do really enjoy that side of my craft and doing a lot of work in the kitchen and just incorporating so much of my craft into the foods and baked goods that I make for my family and friends so this is a time of year where when I celebrate and I do rituals for a star I do a lot of baking and just a lot of getting back in in touch and, and really feeling encompassed with mother nature because we're, we're reviving her we're bringing her back to life and everything that she gives us and offers us and we're just making it come alive again and it's just an amazing feeling that encompasses my whole fucking body and gets me so excited I, I have goosebumps right now I am so fucking excited for the sun to come out things to warm up and to really embrace myself the last few months are before this are so fucking hard. Honestly, the the whole time, in my opinion, between Yule and Astara is incredibly, just devastatingly depressing. I don't know what it is. I feel like once I get over Yule, I just get into this, I'm sick of this cold, I'm sick of this weather, I'm sick of the gloominess, I'm sick of being cooped in my home but I also don't want to go anywhere I want to go outside but I don't want to go places around people I feel my most authentic witchy self when I am out in nature and I am doing things that make me connect with nature I like doing rituals and spells and and crafts of any kind that makes me connect with mother earth and this being cooped up inside I do not like at all I hate it So, I get so excited for a star. I get so excited to see the signs of spring and see everything coming to life and coming up. And it's just an amazing fucking feeling. And I get so excited. So, (laughs) eggs are huge. Um, They really are. Eggs are a huge part of it. They just have so much symbolization. Because you think about it, when people think of fertility, they think of eggs there's just no way I mean maybe not everybody but you think because you have to fertilize the egg in order to give birth grow birth grow life rebirth you know what I mean to have new life hot cross buns I remember playing this song on the recorder in elementary school and just thinking I don't even know what a fucking hot cross bun is had them multiple times my entire fucking life but did not know that's what they were actually called. I thought the song was just some kind of joke thing. I didn't think they were real. I thought the name was make fun of the song when I was eating them and they were called hot crossbones. I was like, oh yeah, just like the song. No, it's real. I've um, been eating them for years. Just thought they were something completely different. But did you know that they're much more than just a, a wonderful treat to celebrate with? That's so much more than just a nice, wonderful snack. It rep- they represent the four elements they represent the four fire festivals and the four phases of the moon. So, they're heavily associated with Christian Easter as well, but also a common feast food for, for pagans and witches. The four elements are represented, earth, air, fire, and water. The four fire festivals of the Wheel of the Year, Mbalik, Beltane, Lamas, and Samhain. Very awesome. And then the four major food mazes, Whoa! The four major moon phases. Fuck that all up. The darker new moon. The waxing moon. The full moon. And the waning moon. Really kind of cool how... I really just... As a younger person... Being so in tune. Want to learn so much about the craft. Never really... Paid much attention to... How... Much they are connected. How much they represent those things. The representation of four just kind of trifles out here and encompasses the whole fucking thing but you'll have that a lot if you guys notice that a lot of things in our craft really tie together with a lot of other things that you don't really think of in the moment and then later on you're like fuck i never realized that and then you put it all together and like well shit it all goes back to the pagan roots where we got most of our stuff from I know I'm being vague when I say this because there's so many different examples. And I know if I start talking about those, I'm literally just going to go on a roll. And this episode is going to be like four hours long. And I'm not even going to get to the point. Kind of like, you see the last episode of the episode before where I rambled forever. And it was like fucking forever long. I feel horrible about that. I'm sorry. But I'm trying to like stay on track because it's not even the right day. And I still got so much to say and so much to do. But it's really cool. I never really associated Hot Cross Buns with Witchcraft when I was little. But I knew that I really felt some kind of way about him, I guess. I don't want to say connection. But I really felt like I just had this feeling about him that pulled me towards them And always made them in my head. And I just thought it was because it was funny. Because I thought they were named after the song. I turned out the song after them. Serpents also are a huge representation of a star. They also represent rebirth, renewal, sun worship, creation. A snake, <clears throat> excuse me, whew, a snake awakens from a long winter's hibernation, hibernation, hibernation around this time, around the star, and it gets out and it soaks up the sunlight. It lays its egg, sheds its skin, and pretty much embodies. Everything about rebirth, renewal, and fertility. I mean, literally, the snake represents all of this: refreshness and just re renewing and becoming alive. I was gonna say re aliving, but basically, yeah, re aliving and just re reborn, rebirthing. Fuck, man, words are hard. Being reborn. And honestly, right now, it would sound so good to sleep and, like, hibernate for, like, a very long time and then come out when it's warm. I think those animals and reptiles and whatever else, they have the right idea. Like, we really, really, really need to, um, start hibernating when it's fucking freezing out and, you know, enjoy our time. So, spring obviously brings flowers And spring flowers are... I mean, it's clear to see the way that they represent rebirth, renewal. They are dead throughout winter. They're they're gone. And they've been done for a while. And then they just basically come back to life. Reborn. Rebirth. Renewal. It's like life after a very long winter just popping back up and just like like the flowers have hibernated just amazing sign and when you see the flowers and and different things start to pop up at, in your yard or on the side of the road or whatever around this time you know that symbolizes Ostara and the spring equinox and the rebirth and light and sun and warmth and renewal and you know what that means when you see that first fucking green stem pops through you know what's coming and you can probably feel it in your bones that's why a star is so fucking important and people look over it like it's not even really a big deal anymore and it's kind of bothersome to me because it's just it's like a a a benchmark in our progression of the year and how we've survived it's a symbolization of How we survived all the hard times of the winter and we're working our way through and we fought through it and we're coming back, we're renewed, we're reborn, we're refreshed, we're ready to kick ass again. And that's what we're going to do with ourselves as well. This is a great time for us to become the flower. Become the serpent. Become the bear who we've slept all winter. We've, we've hid away all winter. We've been away. We've pushed away feelings. We've not dealt with things we needed to deal with. Our craft may have even suffered because of seasonal depression. But now, now is the time to be reborn, to be realive, and to get out of the darkness. Step out into the light and take fucking control. Step back into your power. Clean your slate and... Become the best fucking which version of you that has ever fucking been. This is our year, guys. 2023. We are starting anew because fuck everything from the past. It has been a rough three, four, five years for all of us. We've all been through some shit with everything going on in the world. We're still going through some shit, and it's about to get harder. But we are going to step up and shine and show that we are un fucking breakable. We've had our rest. We've had our chance to just kind of gather ourselves, gather our energy. But now we are going to fucking come back. We are renewed. We are refreshed. We are realivened. And it is now time for us to start kicking ass and embracing our full powers. So (laughs) with that said, um, before we go on to all the other shit... Um, some different colors that are represented in Ostara are mostly pastels, light pinks and blues, bright greens, um, yellows and purples and lilacs and lavenders and all the beautiful, pretty colors of spring. Just beautiful. Trees, birch, ash, and elder are a lot of times associated with, um, excuse me, associated with, um, Ostara and easter as well kind of crazy isn't it body very crazy so um i think i just lost oh i was talking about flowers i was like wait a minute i just wanted to talk about some flowers I'm talking about the flowers coming up i got so excited so some flowers that um are associated with ostara and the spring equinox are catkins um <clears throat> excuse me crocuses pussy willow daffodils tulips, lilies, primrose, violets. I cannot pronounce this word correctly. I don't know why. I literally took horticulture in high school. Like, I literally took it as a um, vocational course and was going to go to Purdue University of Horticulture and I still can't pronounce some fucking simple flowers. Hyacinthus. I know that's not right. H-Y-A-C-I-N-T-H-S. I love them. They're beautiful. I just can't pronounce them. I'm going to start renaming them words that I can pronounce. I think that's what I'm going to do. I can't even say a fucking synonym. Like, unless I'm literally just talking and going really fast and I'm thinking, I can say it. But if I'm actually stopping and concentrating, I can't fucking say it. And it gets on the nerve. So, yeah. So, these are a lot of... <laughs> I just go from being all hostile to right back into it. So, these are a lot of things that symbolize Astara and Spring Equinox and things that... Um, really embody the Sabbath. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about how a lot of these similarities line up with Easter and how they uh I mean how they just it's it's crazy how they both kinda line up and again we are basically on the same level, the same page on all of it, but ours is looked upon as if we are evil because it's from ours is from pagan tradition but theirs is not theirs from christian tradition when technically it came from pagan tradition originally so let's get the ad out of the way i think this should be the new spotify one but i also think that um if you haven't listened to all the older ones or you're listening to this not when it's first coming out the spotify ones may have replaced my anchor ones i'm really not sure how that works so we'll be back after the break And we're back. So here are a few different things that are represented in Ostara, but also represented in Easter. So eggs, for us, represent new life and fertility. Baskets in Ostara used to um, gather eggs and and flowers and feathers and other things of spring, other signs, rocks, you know, all kinds of things, which that's honestly year-round, but... It's definitely used in our craft. Flowers, they represent beauty and new growth, and, and of course, spring, the new growth of spring as well. Seeds, um, they are literally just blatantly representing new growth and strength and anew, and they're often uh, planted to honor the spring equinox and renewal rabbits, again, we've we've talked rabbits are representation of uh, rebirth and renewal and rising from the dead and fertility because they get it on like crazy and butterflies, transformations and rebirth I mean, they go through a metaphor caterpillars go, the fuck caterpillars go through a metamorphosis to become the beautiful butterfly, they're reborn they've gone through things all of these things are also associated with Easter. I mean, obviously, you don't see a lot of seeds thrown around with Easter, but you also do. Um, I've seen decorations that have seeds on them. And, like, one of the things we put out was a bunch of seeds in our Easter decor area at work. Because the, the, I don't even know how they tied it together. But it was literally all tied in with Easter stuff and little um, Easter egg things and everything. So, Easter. The actual story of Easter was... Um, Jesus was put in the cave, or whatever, on, um, excuse me, Good Friday, and came back three days later, and on Sunday, he was arose, he was, he was, he was, he rose, um, fuck, I can't think of the word, he was reborn, I mean, he rose, his body was gone, he was gone, so, renewal, rebirth, Bringing the bird back from death back to life in the form of a rabbit. Jesus was dead and sent the bird and was brought back to life in the form of the Holy Ghost. See what I'm saying here? Like, you guys see the similarities here? See how everything kind of ties together? The, um, the craziness for me is that they've taken so many of the pagan traditions for Ostara... And form them into making what the Easter is today, with the eggs and the baskets and the rabbits and all of that. And it just—it's literally a copy of it. And I'm not—I'm not dogging any religion. Please, 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 don't get mad. You guys know—you guys know how I feel about all of that. I went to church for many, many years. I was very, very devoted in Christianity until I started asking questions and was just told to have faith and believe. But they're all the same and. This is what gets me is that many Christians who are not open-minded in any way, shape, or form get very, very angry when you question anything and they make pagans out to be horrible humans or anything that does or ties back in pagan culture in any way, shape, or form. It's evil. It's bad. It's horrible. But it's the same fucking thing. It literally is the same story, just different variables in play but it's the exact same fucking story i don't get it someone make it make sense i can't make it make sense i have tried i don't understand it i don't get it we get persecuted all the time and our brother and sister witches, way back when literally died for being who they are and witch hunts died down and now they're back you guys know they're back we've talked about this I'm talking not just people wanting to, you know, pretend to be witch hunters. I'm talking people, Greg Locke, literally putting it out there that we should fucking die. And next thing you know, there's going to be some crazy, radical person going around with a gun, finding witches online, showing up at our houses and killing us. Am I taking it a bit far? Maybe. Maybe not. Honestly, honestly. I mean, look at everything that's going on in this world... And I'm not going to get political... Because it's just going to get me... Nowhere good... It's going to get me more frustrated than I already get... But you have these people of power... Telling people... What should be done... How things should happen... And then their die-hard... Radical followers go and... Fucking take it to the extreme... And do the shit... The preacher who... Um, had an online uh, sermon about how gay people should be shot, lined up and shot in the back of the head and one of his followers went to the gay nightclub I don't remember which one it was, it was the most recent one I don't remember the name, please forgive me I'm normally up on top of this and shot open fired on them, literally killing drag queens and many many members of the LGBTQIA plus community Okay? They take these things seriously that are said to them by people who they hold on a fucking tower and just believe everything they say. They hang on every word and they take it quite literally. So they go out and do these things. If you have someone very radical from Greg Locke's followers who decide, you know, what? Greg doesn't like witches. He's right. We need to get rid of them all. We need to kill them. They're going to come after us. And is it fair that we have the same bleeps the, as them, but just told through a different story? When you get down to it, it's all the same shit. Literally all the same story. Just different fucking variables. How is that okay for us to be so persecuted when it's the same fucking thing? I just got myself all bummed out. Honestly, I want this to be such a happy episode. Just getting myself all pumped up and excited for spring and the renewal and the rebirth and the re And I was so there until this part because it's, it's just devastating that we are under fire, under attack, more and more and more all the time. I can't even imagine what our ancestors went through... Our brother and sister witches, when they went through this many, many, many years ago, because they didn't have the protection, the way to see things coming, or to even know and advance any bit of the technology we do now, or the way to communicate with other witches across the globe like we do. We've got to stand strong. We've got to stand together. We can get through all of this, but everybody's got to be a little more open-minded about things in life and start understanding that we're all the same when it comes to things like this like it's the same damn story just some of the rules are different but down to it it's the fucking same thing it just really 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 gets my soul going really really bothersome but Again, you guys see where I'm coming from with a lot of the um, similarities and how Easter is... Oh, shit, sorry. Um, The same celebrations that we celebrate for the Spring Equinox and Ostara. I keep using them interchangeably because some people prefer to call it Spring Equinox, some people prefer to call it Ostara. I... I like Ostara, but I will say both just because I want everybody to feel comfortable, so... Um, I'm using both interchangeably. Obviously, you could tell we're fucking... Most way through the fucking episode by now, so... And you guys know me well enough to know that I do that shit. Damn, Gary, I'm drinking coffee this fucking late at night. It's okay. Caffeine doesn't affect me that way. I wish it did. But... Easter and Astara have so many similarities. They both represent the same thing. Rebirth, renewal, fertilization, fertility aliveness, reliveness. I'm going to coin that word realiven. this I don't know. But it's the same concept, same story. And so much of it goes hand in hand together. And in fact, a lot of things people do are similarly the same. So here are ways, here are ways, here are rituals that a lot of people do to celebrate Astara and some very well have very similar things to Easter planting seeds or bulbs a lot of people will do this on Easter Sunday after they go to church and do all that but in just a form of um, celebration for the spring equinox in general so it it goes both ways for us setting intentions this is a huge time to set intentions I would spend some time really taking a couple days if you if you have it if you're listening to this in advance if not honestly even if you do it a couple days after it's completely fine Take a moment to really sit down and set out clear or super broad intentions for what you want. And then you can clarify them later. But really take time to find out what you want from this new page, new chapter in life that's coming. We have a lot of opportunity coming up for us. Mother Nature's getting ready to really give us the gift of warmth and sun in our hemisphere anyway, and I know some people are getting ready to go into fall or autumn and you're getting ready for that equinox. And I'm really, really, really sorry that you're going to get ready to go into the cold time. But I'm really excited we're going into the warmth. But it's just a wonderful gift that we're getting ready to have. Of the glorious sun shining down on us and heating us up and just filling us with this magical energy that only the sun can give us and bringing new life about from the ground. You can see the flowers and things just starting to pop up. You see everything starting to come out. The grass is literally starting to just liven up just a little bit. Trees are starting to get little bitty blooms on them. I can see them. I can smell it in the air most days. It is so close and I cannot wait to experience it. But I'm also setting some great intentions. I am using this as a chance of renewal of myself. I am going to be the bird that turns into the rabbit. I am going to re and renew myself and re-energize myself like I've been in a hibernation. Because it's our opportunity to do that. And we need to set clear intentions or very broad intentions. But still the intentions need to be set. Either way, if you're going to set clear, make sure they're very clear. If you're going to set broad, make sure they're very broad so they can encompass everything. And I know that sounds very contradictory, but it's really not. Because if you want just good luck in your whole fucking life, you just want things to just pick up a little bit, then you would be very broad and say, I just need some good luck. I I manifest for good things to happen to me, for things to get a little bit better. If you have specific areas of your life that you want to focus on, you're going to be very clear about that when you set your intentions. I want my, you know, I intend to have my work life take off, my love life, my friendship life, whatever it may be. You can be extremely clear or extremely broad, but you're going to do it with purpose and you're really going to believe in yourself. You're going to trust yourself and have that confidence in you and behind you when you go in and do this otherwise it it may fall apart lighting candles is a wonderful simple way to celebrate Ostara and really just appreciate everything get a clean linen one or something that reminds you of springy time or, or anything that makes you fucking happy for that matter and just enjoy the moment Relax, watch the fire, dance around as you just set your intentions and just be thankful for what you've survived through and the wonderful gifts we're about to receive. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Grab some coven kin and I'll hold a ceremony. I know it's so very hard to make time or to find people just like you, with like-minded people who are into what we're into who are witches or into the craft in any way shape or form even if you have to get with some people online and do like a little chat meet up live thing or something sometimes we can't get together in person but we can get together in person online and sometimes that's just as good as being in person together i'm not a people person i like my solitude And by solitude, I mean, I like being with Travis. (laughs) And I don't really like being alone. I have a whole fear of being alone. It's a whole situation. goes way back. I think it goes back to me being left at a particular home when I was in second grade. But I don't like to be alone. Freaks me out. I don't like to be alone for very long at a time. But I like alone time with Travis. I like alone time in, in nature with Travis close by. I've got a lot of fears, and they come from deep rooted shit that i'm still working through with um shadow work and there are things that i just don't still understand yet but we don't have to be completely alone to be alone and we don't have to be alone at all when we even if we are alone because the internet exists and no one ever has to be truly alone anymore because it's a wonderful gift that we have this is a great time to work with crystals. Definitely a wonderful time to cleanse them and charge them. Get rid of the stale negative energy that's on them. Cleanse them. Charge them up. Prepare them for the sun and all the warmth and all the wonderful renewal and regrowth and realiveness that is coming with the spring equinox. Some, uh, crystals that are really good to use during Ostara or just kind of going hand in hand with this. I've been treen, (coughs) excuse me, uh, clear quartz, rose quartz, amethyst, love me an amethyst, y'all know that. Great, great, great time to cleanse and charge them. Have an egg hunt, kid or adult. Look, we're never too old to hunt eggs unless they're down too far and if I bend over, I'm going to fall over. But, you don't actually have to just hunt, like, eggs. If you want to have fun, hunt crystals. Hunt shooter bottles, like the whole airplane bottles. Make it your way. Have fun with it. Put little shooter drinks in the eggs. If you get big enough eggs, you can put them in there. But do some, put some fucking edibles in some eggs. That'd be fun. Don't let kids near it. But, you know, if you are that kind of a quote-unquote green witch, put some edibles in there. Have a little egg hunt with some friends. That will be fun. Guess which one's edible, which one's not. That'll be fun. I I, I promise. Do some soul cleansing. Literally. Cleanse your soul. It's a great time to rebirth yourself. What I've been saying I'm doing. It is a great time. Get rid of all of the the stale and negative energy built up in your body. And be reborn for. This upcoming chapter. Spring clean. Literally, like, literally spring clean your home and energetically. Again, cleanse yourself. Cleanse your home. Cleanse your energy. Cleanse center, ground. Do all the wonderful things. Color eggs. Okay. It's not just for kids, seriously. Yes, adults can definitely, definitely have fun coloring eggs. And you don't have to have kids. Like, you can literally just be an adult and go buy some eggs and some Easter dye. Have fun. Decorate it with some runes or some sigils or whatever. Have fun with it. Literally have a good time with it. If you're worried about, you know, like the eggs or whatever, you can be... I know there's like this video on YouTube. I'll try to find it and put it in the um, Facebook group. But there's this thing where you can... It literally teaches you how to poke the tiniest little hole in the egg and get all of it out so you can still decorate the egg and set it on your altar and keep the eggshell there, like, fully intact, decorated. And that would be so cool to have. Actually, I might try to do that. We will see. But, um, I think we've done it before. I know that my cousin has done it many, many times, and I'm pretty sure, um... Now, I didn't actually do it. I watched everybody do it because I'm scared of death I'm going to fuck the whole thing up. But pretty sure i still have one somewhere but it's really cool to drain the entire egg. even if you like lose a little bit of the bottom or the backside it doesn't matter except if you're gonna put it up you know somewhere but decorate it with runes or like i said sigils or something that represents you and put it on your altar or put it in your area or something it's gonna be really cool and it's something to just really remind you of all you have to be thankful for and this transformation and the renewal, the rebirth, the the new chapter that we're entering. And it can have a double meaning where it's a sigil that you're using for something very important to you. So, either way, do what works best for you. Meditation. Do a meditation ritual. Meditating is wonderful anytime, but really do... An all-out feel-for-yourself relaxing type meditation here. So, if I'm... You guys know I have trouble with, like, solid meditation. So, I do, like, the alternative meditation. Or, you know, you put yourself in, like, utopic spot or nirvanic spot or whatever. And you get there that way. So, one thing I like to do when I do meditate. When I'm doing it for, like, as a relaxation thing. And not just, to, like, you know, meditation alone type thing. I will light some candles. I will put on some very, like, mellow music. Like, no-word music, kind of just instrumental music. And even do some different lighting and different things like that. Have some fresh air coming through. And just reconnect with myself in a very comfortable position where I am just very, very relaxed and feeling connected with the universe and just... Feeling like I'm just finding myself again, basically reborn, renewed, refreshed, realigned. All the rewords. <laughs> it's a great time to refresh your altar, though, with spring uh, colors and symbols or sigils or honestly, whatever the fuck you want that draws you in. And it's just like people decorating their house for Easter or the yards or whatever. It's on, like all this stuff literally goes the same way it's all the same thing, it just, it all ties together, honestly, I just can't go on and on enough about how all stuff goes together, and how one's bad, one's good, but I'm gonna keep going up, refresh your altar with some cool stuff, so I like to add a lot of color to my altar around this time, I'll change out my crystals to more um, prettier, not saying and none of them are not pretty, I none of that just sounded right at all let's scratch that i'm not saying that any of them are not pretty i'm just saying that some of them go better with certain times of the year than others during the winter and fall i like darker crystals during the spring and summer i like well during the spring i'm more like lighter crystals more pastel-y ones and during the summer i like really bold and bright color crystals so whatever works for you refresh it change out your altar cloth maybe um Make some crafting flowers of your own. Or some silk flowers. Or when the flowers are ready. Pick some. Put them there. I mean, I know it's going to be a little bit completely ready to pick. But have fun with it. It's your altar. Your space. And I know. I, I kick myself in the ass. Because back in the beginning. Do you guys remember? Back in early, early seasons of The Basic Witch. I would tell you guys that nothing should be on your altar. That you don't consider to be sacred. And blah, blah, blah. And I used to be very, very very strict on that with myself and I really thought that it was something that everybody should do and I have really learned over the years that it doesn't really fucking matter what I say do what you want with your altar my altar has become so different from where I was a few years ago because I have altered I have changed I have grown and we all do we evolve as we go and we've talked about this in many episodes we are going to Grow and change, and we're not the witch we were last year. Fuck, like I don't even know how the witch I was last week. I've changed in so many ways every day because this this craft that we're in and the gift that we have of being part of our craft is that we evolve quickly and quicker than more than most people. And we gravitate more towards what we care about and what we love or what interests us or what we really have a passionate feeling about as we grow and evolve. So things change and they're going to keep evolving. So we have to evolve, we have to change and adapt. And that's what keeps us interesting and that's what makes us so unique. And I love that for us. I really do. It's also a great time to do a little banishing. Uh, just be careful um, of how much you do because it can give you um, some issues, could backfire on you. But definitely take this opportunity to banish a chocolate bunny or some peeps. <laughs> Honestly, though, I cannot. I love like the little hollow bunnies. I cannot do the solid chocolate bunnies because they will kill me. That's way too much. And I know it sounds fucking weird, but I like the eyeballs on the little chocolate bunnies. I don't know what it is, but I like those little eyeballs. They're so good. And I like peeps, but y'all, they're going a little overboard with fucking peeps. I like classic peeps. I like the bunnies and the chicks. And now they got like birthday cake fucking um, peeps. They've got cotton candy peeps. And then we got in sour watermelon peeps. What the fuck is happening? Stop with... Stop. Just stop. Stop fucking with peeps. Leave them alone. You got the chicks, and you got the bunnies and that should be it and there should be no more alterations leave them be quit doing it. irritating and most people out there are be like i fucking love the flavors good for you i'm glad you do i'm glad somebody out there in the world does because i don't that's the one thing i'm gonna like literally hang on to that's gross i think it sounds disgusting i don't know i'm just a whiny baby sorry Something else I really like to do is I love to watch birds flock and just enjoy them going from branch to branch and just flying around at the first signs of spring. There's just something about the birds gathering and singing and just being so cheerful. It's like they know what's coming, which they do. They know what's coming. They know what we're in for and they are just so excited and I am just like, yes, like, you give me life. You give me fucking enthusiasm. Seeing how enlivened these birds are and excited they are for the sun to be up to the point that they want to wake all of us up so we can come and enjoy it too. When they sing us the song of their people at 3 in the morning, you know, 5 in the morning when the sun first starts speaking. I love it. I know I did sound sarcastic there, but I really do love it. I do. I love waking up to the sounds of birds chirping and singing. It's just a very comforting feeling and it makes me just feel all warm and the inside (sniffs) journaling uh, is a great way to obviously celebrate uh, especially for people in the broom closet who can't really do a lot of celebration stuff I know it's hard and one day you're going to be able to come out and just fully be yourself and I promise just hang in there and soon you're going to be able to and, and don't be scared And please 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 just know that it's going to be okay. So many of us have come out... And, and everything's okay. So please... Just... Know that it's going to be okay. Baking or cooking... Getting in touch with your inner kitchen witch... This... Like I said guys... I fucking love... Love... Love to do... During Asara... And just kind of... Enjoying all of that. I've got a list of some things... Uh... Oh shit, sorry. Um... of a few things that... People make during a star and, and dishes that are kind of associated with our foods in general. So and really anything with eggs or honey, honestly, there you go, you're good. Um sprouted greens. I've never been so I can't say I've never been a fan. I've only ever had sprouted greens a couple of times. And I really loved them once or twice and i really didn't like them once like really really didn't like them once because they were mushy and they were soggy and they were just gross so i have this whole love hate with sprouted greens they have to be like crunchy i know i'm fucking weird they got to be like just perfect and it's hard to find that around here asparagus i didn't think i liked asparagus but i really do i like grilled asparagus it's so fucking good oh my god it's so good Baked goods again. I fucking love to bake, and for this time of year, I love to just open my windows and just fill the air with all that warm goodness of love and wonderfulness of things baking in the oven. Lavender lemon shortbread. I'm gonna try this. Okay, I got this recipe for lavender lemon, lemon buck, lavender and lemon shortbread. I've made lemon shortbread before, but I've never made lavender lemon. So I'm kind of excited about trying this. Of course, hot cross buns. Super awesome. Staple of Astara for some deviled eggs. Which is funny because it goes with Easter as well. Even though they're doubled in their eggs. That's funny. Ham obviously goes with Easter as well. But it's a great sign for Astara. Roasted lamb. I've never had lamb. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, lemon bread is another one. I, I do like to make lemon bread, lemon bars, things like that. I don't really like lemon, like, just to put lemon in things, like a whole lemon, but I like lemon flavored things. It's, it's weird. It's kind of like bananas. I, I love banana flavored everything, but to actually eat a banana, I will fucking puke because I cannot stand the texture. It's disgusting and slimy and just (sighs) thinking about it makes me want to vomit. So, no. Um, all right guys i found a recipe that i might try i i I don't know it's super easy to make but i'm just really so my mom used to make ambrosia all the time when i was little some people call it five cup fruit salad it's like um cottage cheese and um jello mix cool whip marshmallows and fruit salad like uh, literally like mixed fruit This one is called Ostara Peep Ambrosia. And they made it with peeps, and that's the coolest thing ever. So I'm going to see if I can find some mini peeps because I don't really want big peeps in there and see how it turns out. But honestly, I usually just, for Ostara to celebrate, I usually just make any kind of egg dish. Anything with eggs, honestly. Literally anything with eggs, which is good. And some type of uh, baked goods with honey, breads, and, you know, I try to do a ham. Sometimes it's pointless because, you know, it's just me and Trav with kids have things going on. Um, I love to bake with honey anyway. And honey is just a... You, honey is really represented a lot of the Sabbaths, honestly. Um, I think it's just because honey is, is natural and it comes from um, natural things. And it's just something you can't make. It's literally created by nature and it's fucking amazing and by nature I mean obviously the bees and everything take everything but it's just, it's nature, bees are nature but um, I love to add honey in a lot of things and replace sugar with honey, amazing, my sun tea I can't wait to start making sun tea I add honey to it, it's fucking just fantastic and honestly so to wrap this up, the most important way um, to celebrate Ostara, Spring equinox, whatever Is to do whatever you feel like draws you to it. Whatever you're drawn to. Whatever makes you feel connected. Whatever makes you feel in the moment. Whatever gets you excited. Whatever makes you fucking happy. That's how you should celebrate. That's the most important way to celebrate. And to do a ritual. And to bring in a star. And the renewal. And the refreshing. And the rebirthing and everything. Whatever you feel works for you. And that's just the best advice I can give you. So, um, I'm, I'm really excited for it. I've, I, uh, I think it's going to be great. I guess I could have done this up to now. Cause I'm glad I did it now because it is Monday. So it would have came out literally the night before and you guys wouldn't have time to prep. Not that anybody's going to prep for anything here, but you know, so, um, I do want to apologize in this episode if anything sounds weird. I am, um, I have this new platform, uh, that I have had with, spotify for a little bit now and i haven't really messed with all the settings and stuff but i am doing new um i'm gonna try and do some intro so like when my uh stuff cuts off for like the um, ads or whatever it's not just an abrupt fade out and then uh, a blah, blah blah you have a little bit of transition for some things i'm trying i don't know if it's gonna actually end up in this episode because i'm still working on the schematics of everything But, I'm going to definitely add like an exit type of music playing or something. So, it just doesn't cut off with me just blah and done. I'm going to try. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work out. But, yeah. So, um, I'm going to mess with some different sounds. So, the next couple episodes you might hear some weird sounds. It's just me trying to find the right group. So, alright guys. I have got to get a shower and get... To bed. So um, again, I'm so sorry. This is a day late, but you guys are amazing. I love you all, and I will talk to you next time. Bless be. Bye.